Hello, humans of planet Earth, and welcome to another episode of Ontario is Fucked. <laughs> I'm your host with the most, Eric. Who do I have on the other line? I, I hear somebody laughing. The other line, you know. The other line. Fuck me, Eric. I'm old. Hey, I'm using line, no, YouTube I, page. No, what I meant, no, not YouTube. What I meant by other line is we're not in person anymore. We, yes. We succumbed to the government scum. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Yeah, man. We're being... Sensible uh, and reasonable people. Sensible and reasonable people. We are back uh, filming the podcast uh, in each other's houses. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Our with that being houses, said... Like not... Right. Yeah. Yeah. I am not inside Stephen, and Stephen is not inside me. Inside our houses. Right. Houses. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Of course. Houses. Right. Dude. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, with that being said, our YouTube is going to be on pause. Yes. Um, because we just, I, I just don't think it would be the same quality. Like, I would much rather have the YouTube be me and steven in the same room discussing so absolutely we're gonna put the youtube on pause but naturally we're gonna keep pumping uh and when youtube uh, does um eventually come back we have a bunch of new things that we're going to be showing in the first episode back so oh yeah new studio new everything so uh tune in say studio it's yeah new studio we got four (laughs) 4k monitors seven microphones each (laughs) dude regardless of what it looks like regardless if it's just a couch a table and a laptop i'm gonna call it a goddamn studio a goddamn (laughs) studio because you know what it just gives me that little extra boost that little extra sprinkle of confidence you got that right right it makes it a little bit more official a talk show you know just feel profesh yeah profesh you know so we're going to talk about um, not just the recent measures that uh, the Ontario government has taken, but also just uh, a general overview of the measures that have been taken so far uh, against our fight against uh, the pandemic, COVID-19. And it, it won't just be about, I not just about the measures, I think just the world's fight against the pandemic and just an overview of just everything, feelings in general. Yeah, we're definitely going to brush upon uh, all of that uh but correct me if I'm wrong, the focus will be on Ontario. It will be, yes. Perfect stuff. So let's get into it, everyone. Here's our two cents. What is, what did you, what did you say? You said COVID-19. I'm not familiar with this. Um, I haven't heard it before. Oh, COVID-19? Yeah. I think, oh, is that what like you said? Like, I don't. Yeah, apparently it's like this thing going around. Oh, is it? Yeah. Where, where is it going? Oh, well, that's the thing. Uh, it doesn't discriminate. So it, it visits oh, anyone and everyone. Yeah. Oh, no, it's nice, eh? Yeah, it's like really nice. That's good. That's great. Yeah. We need more of those things in the world. Is it a thing or is it a person? 
Uh, like not seeing someone by their identity and just acknowledging that they're a human? No, COVID. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So Wait, what was your question? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> COVID-19, the lockdowns. Um, the reason, so we were, uh, and in the last podcast, we were wanting to do a podcast, uh, more podcasts, obviously, about cryptocurrency, and we will. We will be doing that. However, but I think this needs our full attention. Yeah, so those who are listening, wherever you are listening, um, in Ontario, the what is that? A premier? Yeah, the premier. Which yeah, is premier like the Ford, governor yeah. in the states um, announced new measures, brand new. You know, just like extreme brand measures spanking that are new. exactly the same as what we had before, so nothing changed. <laughs> it's that's I don't. Where do we even start, Eric? Bro, I don't I actually don't know where to start. Like some people are going to work, some people aren't going to work. Mm-hmm. Like I I just I don't understand. Some people There's, like college students are going to school. Yeah, like that's secondary the thing. and elementary not going to school. That thing I I really <sighs> like, do not understand. How are why are there college and university students still going to school, still allowed to go into classroom, but high school and elementary school kids aren't? So I don't a year, understand. A year of schooling gives you the difference of going to school and not. Like what? I know, and you can be and at this point, in high school, and you c- can't go to school. But when you graduate and in September, you can all of a sudden now go to go in class. Yeah, it it doesn't make <laughs> sense. And listen, at some point, life has to continue because I've been taking this pandemic seriously since March eighteenth of twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. We are yeah. now April 17th of 2021, over a year. A year and a month later. Things are like 10 to 20 times worse than they are. Absolutely. Okay. Comme on dirait en bon français, c'est trop tard. It's far too late. Okay. For far, a lockdown. Far too late, yeah. Like, at one point or another, I truly believe, with cautious, you know, with masks and appropriate distancing, we need... The, we we need to continue. Kids need to go to school. Yeah, they need to be. They need to have that quality education from their teachers that they can't get online. So and and I'm in the education yeah. uh, system. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, yeah. And, and I'll tell you what, doing it online, I I hate it. I'd much rather be in person, uh, being able to connect with another human life. Uh, it's very hard to do so uh, online. There's, it, it's just it's. It's hard to explain, but the quality's not there. There are there's many there's many barriers that online and virtual schooling yes. or whatever can't compare to. Exactly, and um, th- those barriers are very tricky to to maneuver around. Absolutely, and it, it, it's I believe it's going to do a lot of damage uh, to a lot of lives. So you the so when you were talking earlier, you said lockdown. Now I find that extremely very funny. Because yeah, it's not absolutely, it's hilarious. I mean, they, they, it's whatever we had in March and in April was more of a lockdown than what we have now, and the cases are probably three times more. Right. No, more than that. More than that. And I mean, listen, when, when, like you said, I mean, when I hear the word lockdown, that's a pretty serious word, and I feel like it packs a punch. Absolutely. Whatever lockdown means to you, it's not what's going on right now. I think. 
I think we can all agree that a lockdown could have been good, right? Like in March 2020, yeah, I think it would it was a decent idea to go into lockdown. So but March, even that lockdown wasn't very consistent. No. Um, and wasn't taken seriously. Like, for example, if you're going into lockdown, I think you should have closed down the Burlington Bridge. It's no secret that the GTA, I mean, listen, their population, it's dense. So naturally, I'm not putting blame on the GTA. I'm just saying this is a natural occurrence because of their population and density. Of course, cases are going to be much higher there. GTA, uh, whoever's not listening and doesn't GTA, know, it's yeah, the, sorry. the greater Toronto area. So it's um, all of the, the bigger cities around Toronto. Yeah, so like Mississauga, Oakville, um, you know, uh, Milton, Peel. Yeah, exactly. Um, so so I, I'm just looking but, now. So but in, in just, March, just, yeah, I ahead, just want to continue my point. Is like, if you're going to go on a lockdown, the first thing you should have done is close down the Burlington Bridge. Mm-hmm. Because if you do that, then people from the GTA can't start moving around across the whole province i mean they can it's just ex- a, very, a lot more difficult a lot more difficult things, um, and i i feel like most people wouldn't go out of their way exactly or it would discourage them more it would you know, without yeah without taking tyrannical uh measures like they did recently where you know where doug ford was like oh by the way uh, police now for no reason can pull you over which is against <laughs> human rights you can't just pull somebody over for no reason and the, the the funny part about that is that all a lot of regions that I'm seeing, um, like the GTA and a lot of regions in Toronto and where we are, the police force just said, "Yeah, no, we're not doing that." Exactly, <laughs> and so I'll like, even I'll even go into greater detail. Um, so it's police from all over, so Ottawa, Toronto, yeah. yeah. Hamilton, Halton, Waterloo, Guelph, Niagara, Stratford, London, St. Thomas, Peterborough, Kawartha Lakes, South Simcoe, Barrie. So there's a lot of uh, of police taking a stand against uh, the idea that uh, our premier had because it was a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. However, however, I also saw things going around uh, that this is a racial issue. Um, yeah. I. I don't see that, okay, first of all. I, and I want to be very careful with my words. But we can't create a problem that is not there, especially to the degree of racism. Yeah. Um, Saying, like, for example, okay, in the CBC News article, it said police will have the authority to ask anyone outside their residence to indicate their purpose for leaving home and provide their address. That includes stopping vehicles and potentially issuing tickets of approximately $750. Now, the NDP, which is uh, our further left party here in Canada, uh, Gurutan Singh had tweeted, this is serious. Doug Ford needs to clarify what given police and bylaw officers special authorities during the stay-at-home order means. No talking points. Details matter for indigenous, black, and racialized people 
this is life or death. Police need to be held in check. Now, I do agree um, there is a point there. However, that statement is solely based on listening to what Doug Ford said in his announcement and not reading the official documentation that the speech was based off of. Exactly. And when you're in when you're an authority figure or a uh, figure of uh, politics, you can't just tweet things like that. No. Because, and... like you said, that's not what was said. And if you do a little bit of digging, again, I found, I did digging for two minutes. I found that article on CBC News. Yeah. You can't just say things like that. That divides us. It completely. Does. It absolutely does. So, and it, and it, I mean, a point in a dire like point where in history where we absolutely need the opposite of being divided. Right. Like more, now more than ever, right? Now more than ever. And especially with such a serious problem with 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 uh, racial issues. Mm-hmm. We don't want to give the power to something we don't want it to have power. So, for example, we don't want racism to have power. So why are we trying to create a problem that's not racism and turn it into racism? It just, to me, it just doesn't really make sense. I mean, listen, if there's racism going on and it's there, well, let's go fight it together. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's it's not there, so let's not drag it in here. No, there's just there's no place for that. And I can see, um, I mean, forecasting some um, rebuttals to that being like that. Oh, no, we're trying to be proactive and not make it a thing, not make it happen. But it's something, of course, it may happen. Unfortunately, it's just the the world we're living in today um, and something that we are as a society actively fighting against both Canada and the United States, but it's not, I don't see, Yeah, but you can't be proactive. Um, sorry, go ahead. Continue. Like cops can already, uh, what I'm, what I'm basically saying is cops can already pull you over and give you a bullshit reason. Right. So uh, giving you a reason, just giving the cops the permission to pull somebody over for, to, for them to say absolutely no reason just to know where you're going. I don't, it won't all of a sudden flip the switch and be like, okay, this cop will be racist now. Right. Like that's not that's not too far of me, me saying that, right? Like you know what I mean? Exactly. And I don't think what I was going to say is you can't be proactive by spreading false narrative. No, you can't be. It, it just that ceases to exist. Um, what would have been good, um, and let me know what you think about this. Maybe I just mm-hmm. thought of this now. Yeah, um, yeah. If Doug Ford said, maybe brought it up in the, um, in like in the speech and in the delivery of the the new news, just mm-hmm. clarifying that part of it, knowing that there are uh, race like race racism issues right now, um, and they're extremely prevalent. Not right now, but they're extremely pre- prevalent currently. Um, so maybe just say that part that and specify what he meant by cops pulling people over. I don't know. And no, I mean, not, not, it, it not would have surely this, been like, not mentioning the racism, just just saying, just clarifying it over the speech and not. I, I even though like, I don't know. 
the text it, it, okay, is there to support so, what he so, said. Yeah, so so let me respond to that. Now, surely it would have been a great idea for him to deconstruct what he meant, mm-hmm. of course. But I also believe in in personal responsibility, right? And as a society, we are very guilty of taking a lot of things, and I'd go and say most things at face value. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, so we too. don't take time to deconstruct things, whether it's a statement, whether it's a statistic, whether it's someone saying something or a policy or whatever it is, or a problem. We just take things at face value and we don't tend to deconstruct things. And I feel like when you're in politics, you need to deconstruct things. So I agree. Doug Ford should have deconstructed what he meant by that. Um, because that would be proactive, I would say. You yeah. know how we were talking about being proactive? Well, it's yeah. not NDP sending out a tweet that this is a racial issue. No. That's false narrative. It's it's proactive. I mean, it, it's his... Proactive would have been Doug Ford saying, would have been elaborating on what he meant by that because he, yeah. it was very vague and, uh, and it, because, it was I mean, up for in interpretation and now we see that. Exactly. In hindsight, you can almost see that it, especially like unless you're going around blindfolded in society how can you not see that there's it can be taken that way right right i th- i think that's pretty obvious so taking the step to clarify what you mean by that i think can go a long way but i mean right but we shouldn't coming... depend on that no we shouldn't and that's why we should not. do that as individuals we should stop taking so many things at face value and before responding just deconstructing and looking into it a little bit Mm-hmm. Um, that's just my two cents. Yeah. Um, and, and listen, uh, like I posted on my Instagram, I don't think police intervention is appropriate, and no. especially no. not one year into a pandemic that has been pathetically dealt with. Okay. Exactly. So, so first of all, I want to say I'm very happy uh, that again, I, I I think I already said this, but I'm I'm very happy that a lot of police uh, are also of the same mindset. I mean, it's also a waste of resources. Waste of resources, um, just just a waste completely, like you, man. Like, like you're, you're, you lock me down in my house, okay? And I can't even go take a drive somewhere in nature mm-hmm. in my property. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm not at risk in my car. Other people aren't at risk because I'm in my car. Like I don't have my window down and I'm not spitting <laughs> sneezing and spitting and fucking sneezing yeah and like driving next to someone with their window <laughs> down and i start fucking blowing my nose in their window like geez louise man okay. um that's and, that's and, the thing and i don't see i mean correct me if i'm wrong um you or whoever mimi but tell me there's not are you like are you telling me that 75 to 80 percent of the cases right now are from people walking outside are from people going for drives are from people leaving their house just to get out right no it's like you people that are forced that. to go to work right they're they're forced to continue going to work right and they refuse to give paid sick leave like that makes absolutely no sense no so so now it brings me to because i'm a centrist and and let me just prove it right here is i was completely against uh what uh, guratan singh said but completely for what Jagmeet Singh said. 
So he said more power uh, for police won't stop this virus. 100% true. Mm-hmm. He said vaccines and paid sick leave will. Yeah. Absolutely. That will help uh, uh, um, bring the cur- curb down. It absolutely will. Right? Vaccines and paid sick days, I absolutely stand behind that and I can agree with. And that's where we should start the conversation. Not not that this is a suddenly a racial issue now. Okay? This is, again, like Stephen said, like I said, we got no time right now for division. Right now what we need is unison mm-hmm. and policy change constructive discussion and action man like it's and not so, I, I just i don't no yeah. i no it's exactly i mean you hit the nail on the head with saying it like that i i do think that um one of the difficult things um about dealing with this and coming up with these lockdowns and uh these new rules that happen um mm-hmm is figuring out how to keep the economy afloat um, because I believe that a reason why the lockdowns aren't as strict as they originally were is because doing that again, I don't know. Like, are they as strict as they originally were the first month? I think pretty much now they are, right? Just... It doesn't feel the same to everyone because it doesn't feel the same to me because we've been dealing with it for a year. Right. Well, I mean, in the original, in the OG first lockdown, um, like you were still able to do certain things. Like I was golfing last summer. Yeah. Well, I think we were out of the... A lockdown at that point quote unquote lockdown yeah. yeah but even during the lockdown there wasn't it wasn't a lockdown no um but even now i mean so i think um i like the idea of big box stores needing to limit the amount or the, the types of items people are purchasing um i don't agree with people needing to go into the store um i think being able to call i think technology is at a point now where you don't need to go into the store you can call you can pay when you get there um and people put stuff into yeah your you cart. can call or um, you can even purchase things online right you can purchase things online i'm just yeah i'm just trying to think of people that maybe don't uh, people that don't or aren't as savvy when it comes to internet right like there's so many different options they can go to the they can go to the grocery store pick up a pamphlet of stuff that the grocery store has and then place an order over the phone right like there's so many options that they can do but yes. nothing no measures are being taken to enforce that um right. and to to really stop something it's because money talks right like i'm sure that there's some shady shit going down in the back end with them Paying well, I mean, off we, what's go- paying off to, to not close them down. Right. And, and we, we had brushed on that a couple podcasts ago. I mean, listen, I think it was a crypto one. Big corporations are definitely responsible for a part of the government. Oh, absolutely. They absolutely. influence uh, many decisions, for sure. Um, and it's... I especially mean, it, in our government. And it sucks. In the, in the kind of economy to. that we're in. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's all about capitalism. Yeah. Um so it gets very complicated uh when the you know, when the government is supposed to be taking hard decisions and suffering backlash, uh, but instead they're taking the sides of of uh bigger corporations shutting down small businesses completely. Yeah, there's a difference between uh 
Like, for example, dude, barbershops. Mm-hmm. We're heading into summer. I'm sure they could may- find a way, if you want even to give haircuts outside, yeah. or, or l- limiting, like, I don't know, two people. Everyone's got masks. It's better than none, right? Like (laughs) it's better than nothing. But we got to start somewhere because the the injustice going on for for the people suffering, the entrepreneurs that are trying to make their footmarks into society, they can't. No, no. And it's been a whole year now, and and it's enough, in my opinion. And and there's a difference between a government doing making the tough decisions for the best of the people and blatantly not making the best decision for the people, which is. I feel like right. a lot, the majority of people think, um, is what is currently happening. Like it's right. it's obvious that their arms are just being flailed in circle, like and they're just running around in circles trying to make mm-hmm. up a bunch of decisions out of out of the blue, yeah, um, that don't really make any sense. And and it's like, and he was talking about you know it's he he refuses Doug Ford refuses to take responsibility. He's pointing fingers at everyone. He's pointing fingers at people going to the park. It's like, well, you didn't close down the park. What, like, what do you expect? Yeah. Yeah. It's not even... We're, so we're talking a lot about Ford, but it's not even just about uh, the provincial government. It's also the federal government, like our prime minister. Oh, um, we just started this vaccines. podcast. Yeah. There's, Don't a, worry, there's a whole other... <laughs> well, let's get into that. <laughs> well, first, what I want to say is, like, for example, Toronto police tweeted saying like know your rights right like you you know a a cop can't just stop you and prohibit you for no reason and start collecting information uh from your identity like they they just because you're outside they can't do that right they may they may be able to do that in other places in the world but in what we live in today we have rights sorry but yeah human rights you know we're worth (laughs) so no exactly and uh all right, so so yeah, let's get into the to the federal government as well. Um, and first of all, I'm gonna yeah, we're gonna come out swinging. We're gonna say, well, I'm gonna say uh, that Canada should, uh, f- for one, should not have been. Uh, uh, how do I say it? Relying on other countries uh, to provide them with. Uh, vaccines especially in emergency crisis like we're in today yeah why we can't fend for ourselves here is very sad as a canadian Mm -hmm. it doesn't make me want to be a canadian very much um yeah and and for example like he said oh toronto needs our help right that's what trudeau uh was saying toronto needs our help so we're sending uh the the red army which is a organization, a public organization, yeah. public organization, and uh, they're in a healthcare system. So they were going to send them to Toronto, but it's not that that they need. We don't have vaccines, mm-hmm. and now Moderna, Moderna is um, retracting. So Moderna, uh, yeah, their, I was going to say that Moderna is promise. retracting to half of the vaccines that they're providing to us, but Pfizer is doubling them. Yes, which is listen. That's great news, um, but it, it, it's been a long time since we've been trying to get these vaccines yeah. on the go. Yeah, 
and uh, it, it's just been very sad to see it all all develop you know it's just i don't know i don't i don't understand why a country like canada i can't produce something like that in-house especially a, when it yeah. comes to an emergency like i'm not talking about like you know fruits and shit you know like <laughs> of course i can't get grow your bananas in our <laughs> I know. country like of course you want exotic fruits well go get them somewhere else buy them from somewhere else <laughs> But for emergency crises? And we're like, we're an extremely developed country. An extremely developed country, part of the G7. We can't even do that on our own. <laughs> oh my goodness. Relying man. on other people and just saying, oh, sorry. Yeah, we, we're just waiting to get these things. It's not our fault. Again, pushing the blame, right? Right. Right. Pushing the blame to and other dude, things because you can't deal with it yourself. Millennials, Gen Z, and the ones before, we've, we've got our whole lives ahead. There is going to be more emergencies in the future. Mm-hmm. And if Canada's response is going to be like the one for COVID nineteen, it's going to be. I'm trying to get out of Canada ASAP. It's Are you be kidding? Rough. Yeah. It, it, so that was really sad uh, to to start realizing. Um, is there anything that you wanted to talk about uh, the federal government? Yeah. Um. I mean, it's not specifically about the federal government. I think it's more along the lines of the vaccines. Mm-hmm. Um. So, you know, the way we do our, um, the way we have our political system structured is we depend on uh, the government, right? So, like, I'm just thinking, I don't know exactly the proper words for this, but um, an opposite of this would be, like, you know, a country in Africa where everybody's on their own and the government's sort of doing what they want to do. I just, you know what I mean? Like, I thought about that just off the top of my head. Basically, where I'm going with this is we should, the way we position ourselves politically and um, in the world is our government should be able to do that stuff for us, right? So we don't have to worry about that. Right. Um, And now, but the way it was working with the vaccines is I know firsthand that a lot of snowbirds and just anybody that is in the States currently that lives in Canada... Like, the Americans are saying, oh, yeah, come to the States and get vaccine. We'll do it for you. Don't worry about it. Just just come on. Like, they're right. encouraging people to go down there to be able to get vac- vaccinated. Right. And, I, oh, that brings me to, because uh, traveling and going to the States and lockdown and stuff. Like, airports were still open during the entire lockdown. Yeah. Whatever lockdown we were in, whether it was a lockdown in 2020 or 2021, airports were open, fully functioning. Uh, they weren't. Were they flying internationally back in March of last year? I don't think international. I think it was just provincially. There was a there was a uh, there was a time and space that yeah they were still flying internationally. That's and you can st- like you could still go and fly to the states. Yeah. Like, I can't pinpoint which lockdown, but there was a lockdown where I was able to, like, purchase a Florida ticket if I wanted and go to Florida. Just, just leave and go there. Yeah. yeah. So, like, that doesn't make sense if it you're talking about sense. a lockdown. They, and it's funny. I mean, it's, it's, I, I say it's funny, but in reality, it's far, far from funny. But yeah, it's the, like when you're whole... arguing, you know, I just find it funny when. <laughs> the, I mean, the whole pandemic. Uh, it was like oh, like just looking at the states and saying oh, thank thankfully we're in we're in Canada, 
Um, and yeah, then, I would I mean, like now, to retract my statements. From yeah, that. absolutely. Because I did say that. I was like, oh, man, thank God we're, we're not handling it like the Americans. Well, and, at least they're getting vaccinated if they want. Because, listen, that's what I'm, I, I, I am completely for individual freedom. If you don't want your vaccine, you don't need you to can get do whatever, your vaccine. You can do whatever you okay, want. Okay, relax. Relax, okay? You don't need to There's go no get your vaccine. There's no point of pushing your agenda at that point onto somebody else. No. You're not doing any good. Not doing any good. For, but for me personally, I want a vaccine. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to bash me for that, well, fuck off. I don't well, then care. there's a problem. Right? right. Like, just don't bash either way. If you right. want one or don't want one, it's your own prerogative. Exactly. Um, Individual freedom, right? If you want a vaccine, you should be able to get one. Yeah. And then the states, they're at that point. And us, we still got nothing in our hands. We're just exactly. panicking. So that's where I was going with that. Like, right now, going to the states is almost safer than it is going... Like in certain states, it's safer than it is traveling in Canada. 100%. So like at this point, the border, there's no reason really for it to be closed because we're screwed anyways. If anything, they want to close it for us to not go down there. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> right they do. It's like a like a you know reverse card, no you. Yeah, we did a you know reverse <laughs> card because they were prepared for the emergency. So they got hit hard in the beginning. Yeah. But now for them, they're a little more organized in their manner. Yeah, they are. Us, it started well. And people were taking it seriously. But then eventually, you know, when the government is fucking you around enough, you're going to stop caring as much. Yeah. Like me, I'm, I'm completely burnt out and done. Yeah. And I've been respecting the COVID regulations. Uh, I would say better than than average, I would say. And I was I mean, limiting my circle of are, friends. Right. Like we're like we could be doing this podcast together in person. Obviously, we're still respecting the guidelines and doing what we think is the best for for it for right. the pandemic and not pushing it forward right like we're not stupid we're not going to be like oh no fuck the government we're not doing this like right obviously no. yeah. that shouldn't be happening right and you know I, I i also think uh at a certain point especially where we are now it's like i understand like covid is rather serious and it spreads quick and i believe that you know, I, I, I'm not a naysayer of, you know, COVID doesn't exist. But uh, as, I'll say as a healthy young man, I'm less at risk of dying from COVID. Or getting, yeah, or getting uh, a serious illness in any sense. Yeah. Right. And uh, so I don't, uh, at this point, I'm just, I'm not fully understanding uh, why we're still in a much worse position than we were a year ago. Uh, I think at this point, like, I don't even know. But uh, we're almost at like 5,000 cases a day now. You know what it's In Ontario, like, not just um, on uh, in Canada. But so in with Ontario. the December lockdown and whatever happened then when we were at the cases, um, the cases were pretty much where they are now, even though now they're a little higher than they have ever been. Now they're higher, yeah. Yeah, uh, much but, higher. I mean, I mean, high is what I'm saying. When the cases were at its peak. Oh yeah. Uh, when we like Snoop Dogg down. high. Yeah. <laughs> um. And so what it was, I th- I think there's a lot of um, unfortunately it seems like they're just too eager to open everything back up when cases started to get a little normal. When they get normal, but they slow down a bit. Like right. they opened it up very quick. Oh yeah. 
very quick and in a matter of a month i mean so the end of january is when things started to slow down um let me just look so it was yeah the end of january the number of cases were almost at normal mid-february they were they were i mean at normal they're still higher than our peak was in march um yeah well that's when it was just getting started so why not just keep those measures in place till it goes down more like why when you start to see a decline why just open everything back up obviously it's going to spike again right yeah i really that's the thing it's it wasn't a lockdown it was just let's just do this for two weeks and we'll do something else in two weeks and we'll do something else in two other weeks yeah it's like no it's no (laughs) Um, you want to stop it or not i did see a lot of um there were some articles i'm gonna hopefully i'm gonna find one um shortly but there was articles saying how ford was disregarding um what the health officials were saying um not so much disregarding i guess it's more just not going along with what they're saying right which is scary um i'm gonna find one of those yeah that is scary if that's yeah if that's true that's scary as hell we'll take a pause for well didn't the minister of uh i think the minister of education had said like it's okay to go back to schools and then doug ford went in and said okay schools are closed now coming back from spring break i know that was controversial because i'm pretty sure the minister of education was like gave the green light and doug ford was like yeah nah and that's like we said it's it's not that's what it was mostly about um is it's not so much the schools as it's people that are in the um so this is a whole other thing this is it's people that are in a whole that are in the lower class um which is the majority of canadians at this point there's we've abolished the middle class as we talked about eric yeah yeah the middle class is uh, becoming less and less uh yeah that's it it's becoming less and less yeah um and so now anybody that's in the lower class and what i mean when i'm saying lower class i mean um like paycheck to paycheck lower class if they catch the disease Mm -hmm. they have they are forced to uh, so in a perfect world currently uh, i say in a perfect world but as the measures stand right now if if the company's doing some doing things legally they're forced to quarantine and go on sick leave for two weeks but they can't afford that they'll die they right, were, like, like they, they can't afford doing to do that. So what they do? What do they do? They go, they go back into work, and they right. They they to. lie that they don't have any symptoms, and you can't blame them. Exactly, absolutely, and they hide them. Exactly, and also, I mean, listen, it's been proven that uh, surveys they don't work. So so when you have a survey saying, "Hey, do you have a fever? Do you have a headache?" Dude, can we like move away from surveys? Like, how many people will truthfully answer that? Yeah, I know. Even me, it's like I have a headache, but I know it's from not sleeping well. And you know, even, let's say you know I put, I find, yes, I have a headache. It's going to say, I, stay home. You know what I find really weird? Like, going to, uh, like, malls, so, how it was before, going to yeah. stores or malls or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. um, and you having to sit in that questionnaire and give your answers, like, if I have any symptoms, I already know I'm not going anywhere. So why are you asking me these things again? I know. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, I understand the point of doing that just because there's some people that might be ignorant. But 
I just find it really weird. <laughs> like, if I have these symptoms, obviously I'm not going anywhere. And I'm not coming here, so why are you asking me again? And they ask me these questions and be like, oh shit, yeah, actually I do have this. Does that mean I can't go in? It yeah, it there's not much sense going around right now. Alright, everyone. So to try to wrap things up as uh rational as possible can. and gracefully. I think uh I think we're at a point now where it's it it we're it's too late for lockdowns. We need to crack down on the vaccines and for the people that want to get a vaccine, you go get a vaccine. And um if you're more at risk, right? Let's say, you know, I know that COVID attacks the lungs. So let's say you have bad lungs. Well, um maybe the people at risk more of a lockdown than the others because I think we're a year into it. Um, you know I don't see why we... We have more data on how it affects we have, like everybody, right? So mm-hmm. We have more data, so I think now it'd be a matter of still being diligent, but you need to let people live yeah. because the impacts it has on mental health... Like, okay, if we would have went into an actual lockdown for a month, okay, that's fine. But it's been a year now where we're going back and forth, and that's messing people up. Worse than a normal a original lockdown would have. Right. So I think something has to give. Naturally, I think we should keep being diligent. I have my first dose of the vaccine. I'm going for my second dose in July. Yep. I wear my masks. Let's say outside, you know, so you don't have to stop activities such as Anything. Playgrounds to bring your kids. Going for a walk at Merritt Island. Going to golf. Going to play frisbee with friends. Throw a football around at the park. You can't do any of that. No, you can't. You can't. But I think you should be able to with diligence, right? Mm -hmm. I agree. You want to go golf? I'll go put a mask on and go practice your safe distancing. And so something I said to you. You want to bring your kid to the park? Well, have your kid wear a mask and uh, have him... Have him or her informed to practice safe distance. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because now vaccines are rolling in, so eventually things are going to calm down. But uh, there's just there's no place for a lockdown right now. That's the thing. It's there's no um, place. What I, what I did say to you, about, especially about golfing, but a lot of what the decisions that are being made currently, I, I feel like it's a lot of one extreme or the other extreme. There's, a, there's, there's, there's like barely any measures or there's strictish measures. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, I mean, there's middle ground, right? So like, there's the the go- golfing, especially um, because you're outside. Go outside and golf. Str- restricted to people that aren't in your immediate household, uh, because I mean, I do see the point of golfing um, with that. If you if you ride to golf with someone, or if you if you're golfing with people out of your household, there is possibility there, right? Sure, but then you could ban carts as well. Well, exactly. So you have there to you walk. go. Ban carts. Ban carts. Sorry, you lazy asshole. You have to walk now. You're 18 holes. I mean, even if they, <laughs> yeah, it's it's complicated. But yeah, there's a lot it, of, it, of 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 areas where they could in the fine lines and not just ban something completely outright without looking at it. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. There's And like no cases were linked to golf courses. That's what I also don't understand. Yeah. No cases. Where are the cases? We already talked about it, right? Yeah. So it's like I I I wonder if it's more of um pushing people to not want to go out and do stuff because they can't go out and do stuff. Right? Like so if you if you close everything down so that nobody has anything to do, they'll stop going outside and doing stuff. No, I know. They force you to go to work and then they show you uh, a publicity on TV of your dying grandpa of COVID-19. Yeah. It's like, are yeah. you kidding me? <laughs> are you actually kidding me? Oh, man. You force me to go to work and then you show me that I'm not doing my part in this pandemic and that it's my fault my grandparent is dying? Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. fear factor, fear mongering. Stop. Yeah. That's- it's time to stop it's time to stop Eric. thank you so much everyone for uh sorry what are you gonna say no i just said i just wanted to say your name again oh okay okay yeah eric you're good to go now thank you so much everyone for tuning in uh if you have sh- thoughts please share especially if you live in ontario and what's going on if you don't live in ontario what's going on where you are whether you're from europe anywhere in the world What's going on where you live? How do you feel about it? Uh, let's get the conversation going. It's always a pleasure. Absolutely. And um, this was our four cents. This was and, our four cents. And uh, until next time, ciao, ciao. Take care.